0: Hello and welcome to The Great Beyond, and Is This Good Companion pod where I catch up with my friend and yours, Jason Doyle. Hello. Hi, JD. Thanks so much for coming and producing the show. She loves to see an animated cat twirl on Discord, (laughs) Rachel Doyle.
1: Hey. It's true. She'll
0: say hi to anyone. She'll just love, is it it like a a cat, a robot is sometimes twirling?
1: Well, it changes. That's the exciting part. You never know what's going to pop up.
0: Yeah, you're just waiting for that Tamagotchi to hatch. (laughs) (laughs) They're exciting. And you get what you
2: get. So you're not picking those. Those are just randomly generated. Is that right?
1: Unless I'm picking it without my knowing. Yeah, I'm hitting buttons. What will happen will happen.
0: Actually, that's a good question. So on Discord, when a new person joins the Discord, there'll be a button that's like, uh, Snizuski has just joined the Discord. Say hi. And if you click that button... A little cat will start breakdancing. Yeah. But let's say I click that button and it's the cat breakdancing. Rachel clicks that button. It's the robot breakdancing. Like, you know what I mean? Is it always a cat? I can't.
1: It it varies. Sometimes there's duplicates. I think I've, yeah, I think I've gotten two of the same twice in a row, but it's, I think it normally varies.
0: It's the world's lamest slot machine.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think you have to pay extra for the super emojis or whatever.
0: Yeah, we, I don't think we're currently uh, on a Super Emoji program.
2: No, no I'm not anyway.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, did, I want to start by asking you if you know that someone very close to you, it's interesting phrasing, very close to you okay. is nominated for a big award. Somebody very close to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close to you. What do I mean by that?
2: Very close.
0: Do I mean emotionally close or do I mean physically close? Physically close. close. I mean physically close. Oh. Oh. So Rachel's up for a big award?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't say Uh, both.
0: Okay, it's someone that lives very close to you. Okay. He's up for a big award. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm just, and I'm just going to tell you. Okay, tell me. I go, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Does the name Casper ring a bell?
1: Casper? Oh, stop it. <laughs> 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 what kind of an award is a dog going to get?
0: Well, Casper the Great Pyrenees Livestock Guardian Dog is in the running for American Farm Bureau's Farm Dog of the Year wow. People's Choice oh, Pup Contest. That is cute. Isn't that amazing?
1: Wow, I didn't know there was such a thing. <laughs> that's
0: amazing. I uh, hope the prize is a leash. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you don't remember, Casper the Great Pyrenees livestock guardian dog lives next door to J.D. and Rachel, Yeah. Uh, where they live in the city of Atlanta, yet somehow next door to them is some sort of livestock farm. A fully operational and farm. That's fully right. operational. <laughs> they have uh, this P- Great Pyrenees Casper that keeps watch over the flock. And over a year ago... 11 coyotes attacked the livestock. That's right. And Casper fended them all off. It, it's like a reverse the gray. No, I guess it is the gray. You remember that, with Liam Neeson that, where yeah. he killed all the, yeah, the wolves? Yeah. In this case, oh, I guess Liam Neeson had that dog in him, and that dog was a great Pyrenees. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Though, let's be honest. I would rather go up against 11 coyotes than one wolf, right? Oh, any day, any day. Yeah, how many how many coyotes do you think I need to get up to before you say, you know what? I'll take my chances with the wolf. It's twelve. Eleven <laughs> is the absolute limit.
1: Are they known to be way more fierce?
2: Coyotes? A wolf? Oh, oh, no,
0: a wolf. Yeah,
1: yeah. You, that's what you, I mean. Could, yes. You
2: wouldn't.
0: Be yeah, nervous. yeah, yeah. A wolf, like a coyote will even in a pack think twice about approaching a human or or certainly attacking a human. Oh, a wolf. Would take on eleven humans. Yeah. I feel like
1: really. Yep. Do you feel like that, or do you know this? You've done the research. Mm, I've seen certain films. <laughs> like there was Game one with of Anthony Thrones. Hopkins. Those are dire wolves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones. Good one. Good. Yeah, but what? Why do you think they picked wolves, Rachel? They didn't pick uh, like armadillos, and they weren't like <laughs> dire dire armadillos. They <laughs> <laughs> certainly didn't
2: pick coyotes. Dire coyote. <laughs> yeah.
1: I. You guys are saying coyotes. It's you did not watch Coyote Ugly? Isn't that how they? Said yeah, it? I saw, I was just
2: conforming. <laughs> yeah, coyote <to> that. Ugly.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that's how you. Do, say do you that.
0: remember what the, what that meant, Rachel?
1: Coyote Ugly. I don't. I, I do.
2: I think. Yeah. It's like when. I don't, know. I don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> no, it's, it seems wrong.
0: It seems like it can't be the answer. But it's when I think you have a partner
2: and you you hook up with a partner and then you wake up and the partner is on your arm, mm-hmm. male or female, mm-hmm. and you decide that the partner is not quite as attractive in the light of day. <laughs> oh. So you chew your arm
0: off
1: <laughs> rather like a
2: coyote would. Is that uh-huh. is that right? <laughs>
0: Like a like a coyote in a trap. That's right. You'd rather chew your own oh arm off God. than wake the person up. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's hilarious. They didn't they didn't say that in the movie, or maybe they did. It I never, never saw It never comes up in the movie, I don't think. You can't fight the moonlight, that's all I know. Uh <laughs> wow. so yeah, how, so your how did you dog. Find
1: that out? <laughs> Sorry. Uh,
0: what how do I find meant? out what coyote ugly
1: meant? Yeah, like if they didn't say it in the movie, it was just a thing? Yeah, that it was just said. Def-
2: yeah, yeah, it's like I a, missed
1: that train.
2: It was sort of like a, it's in the Cleveland steamer sort of lexicon, you know.
1: Yeah. Oh. I how I how
2: do you know
0: what to uh, like uh I don't know, out of the frying pan into the fire means? You right. know what I mean? Like I guess I just, never they're idioms.
1: I never ever thought about it. Coyote ugly. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So right.
0: you've never been in a coyote ugly situation, Rachel? No, no, no,
1: no. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> they
0: should call it a hu- 127 hours, now that I think of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they should call it a Franco. When you'd rather yeah. take out the t- world's tiniest pocket knives, something that you would, <laughs> if you had a wheel of brie in front of you, you'd go, I'm not sure this is making it yeah. top to bottom. But think, you'd rather cut your arm off. I
2: mean, I think we should start that, but have it be for later in the relationship. You realize you're stuck, you know, like, and there's no getting out of this.
0: Yeah, there's the seven-year itch and there's the (laughs) 127-hour amputation. That's right. I mean, and it could hit around
2: 127 hours of hanging out with this person. It was like, you know what? It seemed like a good idea. It seemed, (laughs) I mm -hmm. thought I could, you know, there were some red flags, there were some warning signs, but I thought I could navigate this crevasse but I can't, and I'm <laughs> now I'm stuck, and I'm really stuck. So get out the penknife,
0: because uh, it's time to get out of this. Yeah, that that would be between like five and six days, right? Yeah, I if think if you spend so. five and six days straight with someone, like That's let's right. say you go on your first vacation with someone,
1: <laughs> right. your friends,
0: like, did you get through once you once you push through the 127 hour amputation, <laughs> things really open up for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: and then and then after that if you make it through that then you you know you're going to live in the crevasse that's you either extricate yourself or you're you're, oh, you're there forever. yeah you have
0: to accept that every relationship is a crevasse that's in right. some sense right yes. Yes. it's like you're in there you can't get out that easily mm-hmm. um but in, in a sense it protects you
1: right you know it, what
0: i mean that's right
1: how many other cliches have I never heard? <laughs> that is just...
0: Well, we're we're workshopping this one. Yeah, we're workshopping. Do you no. want to come up with one, Rachel? Come up with one right now. It's fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'll uh, I'll by
0: the end it. of the show, I'd like you to come up with one. All right. So, so you're so you're the great Casper, the the great Pyrenees, great guy. Talking like Trump now. Um, he's going up against Margot Cinco Morgan and Trip in the Farm of Dog of the Year People's Choice Pup Contest. Okay. Now, when you go to the website, they have pictures of the dogs, of those other dogs. But when you click on them, it, it, there's not like a paragraph explaining what they did. Like there's no Casper explains like, well, he went up against 11 coyotes, he killed them all. He's actually f- kind of fucking psycho when you think about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It, it, for all we know, for all we know, he was like, "Fucking come at me, bros." Yeah. He yeah. he like invited them. That They're was right. his schoolyard. He said he said "cash me outside." He's the bad <laughs> bad baby of uh of Great Pyrenees. Totally. I, I so think I that's guess, what it
2: is, yeah.
0: Yeah, you got to know who you're voting for when you go. But, yep. but go to the website okay. and vote for, for JD's neighbor. He's certainly, the I would guess, the most urban dog ever nominated for
1: <sighs> right?
0: farm dog. Hands down.
1: He's a unicorn. Yeah. yeah. So,
0: but I was thinking, like, this doesn't this point to American Farm Bureau's Farm Dog of the Year People's Choice Pup? That there is a like a non-People's Choice Pup, like one voted on by professional dog
2: people.
0: <laughs> right. And there is. Okay, uh, okay. okay. And and uh, so so the, the, the Farm Dog of the Year, the real one, he or she wins a year's worth of Purina Pro planned dog food and five grand in prize money. Wow. And the People's Choice Pup wins a $1,000 cash prize from Purina and bragging rights. It literally okay. says that. So it means they're saying... You get nothing.
1: They can't give up any dog food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: I know it's so fucking <laughs> precious. Uh, anyways, this dog named Tough won one Farm Dog of the Year. It was oh. I? I expected to watch the video and roll my eyes, but I was crying by then. Oh.
1: oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it was like a great dog. It was like a show dog mm-hmm. that was loved to work, yeah. as they say, and. Uh, it got paralyzed in the fields Oh. My and they didn't think it would ever come back. And then it did, it could start to walk again. Oh. And, and now they just pretend to give it jobs Aww. because it loves working. That's nice.
1: That could be your Is life that... story someday, Jason.
0: <laughs> you see, you're like, wake up, honey. It's time to produce that podcast about, how much we love our grandchildren <laughs> and it's oh just
2: wonderful let <laughs> that me... <laughs> ain't going to anyone let me start pressing the buttons Beep, <laughs> <Boop>.
0: Beep. <laughs> did i ever tell you the story about how um we got yelled at at summer camp um when I was probably 10 or 11 years old, sleepaway camp, first time there, they they have a radio as, like, one of the activities. Right. So there's, like, a tiny <laughs> little radio station, and it's, like, you know, WKM, B, P, T, whatever. But the thing goes, like, the thing barely stretches to the road, the rural road that goes by the summer right. camp. So you would have to be driving by the summer camp, be on, you know, 98.2 or one, whatever it was hear it and then you would just hear it like and then it would be gone, yeah, right? Yeah. So we go in and the guy, the, the guy who in retrospect must have been 17 or 18 years old yeah. is like Radio is very serious, okay guys? Like it is moderated by a government agency. We could have our license strips, so we're just going to go through some safety. And of course, you're going through like the safety. This is how you put something in program. This now you're sending if we push this button, you we're sending it out. Yeah. And you can't say these things and you got to be prepared and this is serious business. And of course, we're just jerking around not listening to him at all like, "Yeah, okay, old man. <laughs> that, hasn't, that hasn't graduated high school yet." Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, um, okay, well, you guys seem to to be confident and have a handle on this thing. I guess you're ready to go live to air. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we want to touch the microphone. We want to push the buttons. So, of course, we start, like, we're playing a song. And for some reason, we only had eight tracks, I guess, because, like, eight tracks were long ago defunct, but right. I guess people were donating them, and that was a way that That's we could play had. music. Yep. We're playing music. The music's starting. It's stopping. We're coming on, like, hello, hello, um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I heard a funny joke the other day. uh, And then someone's like, no, no, give me the mic. And so we go, and the guy lets us go for maybe like 10 minutes of just the worst, most chaotic radio we've ever heard. Yeah. And then he goes, well, I guess none of you were listening when I pointed to the on air button, okay? Because none of that went to air. Because if I did, we could have lost our license. So we were just, you know, broadcasting to no one. That's what your future podcasting life is going to (laughs) be. Exactly right. Exactly right. Do you think that your dogs are embarrassed that Casper, the Great Pyrenees, had to fight 11 coyotes and they were like 12 feet away and they did jack shit to help him up?
2: They were desperate to get out of this house to help Casper. They were do you going think Do you nuts. think like they were keyed up, and you were like, Rachel, why are the dogs barking so much? I mean, probably. Probably. I mean, they do go nuts every once in a while, you know? And we hear mm-hmm. the coyotes. Like, I heard them the other night. There's way mm. less of them, at least 11 less than there were. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, oh, man, it's they have such a weird yelp, you know? Like, they don't howl. They're, it's like a... I don't know. They're it's. I would give
0: their Yelp one star. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah.
2: Um, no, but in all. Honestly, the the dogs would be eaten
1: alive by these coyotes. Your dogs? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Your dogs are are not small though. They're not small. But Hazel
1: has street smarts. What are ha- you talking about? Yeah, he's,
2: Hazel could probably hold her own for a little bit. Um, but Cosmo he would just be devoured
0: like
1: <laughs> he would be screaming the yeah. entire time
0: which you would like JD so <laughs> i'd be fine with that. maybe you should consider <laughs> sending him to the front
1: <laughs> if you bump Cosmo's sha- shadow he will screech yeah. like yeah. it's amazing yeah. hazel you'll fall on top of her and she'll be like oh what happened yeah it's crazy yeah yeah
0: Okay, well, Casper, like, let Casper roam the streets, as you said, without a leash. Mm-hmm. By the way, oh, I saw a, 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 an interesting new one in Los Angeles. Off-leash dog in Target. <laughs> Ashley, oh, off-leash, wow. like, not like a tiny Chihuahua either. Like a big, probably 50, 60 pound dog. Okay. Just, and the, the person was uh, at the cash register paying. Yeah. And then the dog was wandering off. And the guy, like, turns to his friend who's two two du- older dudes. And he's like, I guess she smells something. <laughs> and then he was like... Bourge, bourgie bougie, bourgeois bourgeois <laughs> come back no. i Ladies swear to god shop. i swear to god and the dog was just anyway i can't i can't understand <laughs> yeah. off-leash dog in a store um i saw something on instagram that i don't know if you want to talk about it but we need to talk about it um sure. was just scrolling through and uh, i saw this instagram page rachel if okay. you could please press one of your three buttons and see if you can get this up <laughs> Okay, so what you're looking at here is an Instagram page for Clubhouse. Is it called Clubhouse? It's called the Clubhouse Barbershop, yeah. The Clubhouse Barbershop, which is in Atlanta, which is a one-man operation yep. uh, with Barber Jason, who used to cut my hair, yep. but he's he's hung up a shingle. He's off on his own. Yep. Uh, and... You get your haircut there, and then explain to me what happens here, because there's three pictures of you on his grid.
1: Yeah. Boom, boom,
0: boom, like stretching the whole Instagram page. Again, I want to stress, this is not a carousel. This no. is not one p- picture on the grid with three photos of JD. It's three pieces of the grid. Yeah. And it's JD post haircut. Yes. Looking like a fucking model. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, showing off his haircut and his beard trim. Yes. And well, I just wanted to know what are the mechanics of this? Like, you're done. He says, "Hey, do you mind?" Or how does this work?
2: Uh, yeah, he he asked if I would do it, and I said, "Hell yeah!" Um, because because I also saw that uh, Skeets our uh, our friend also goes to this barber, and he got a uh, uh, the green jacket treatment. the The clubhouse is uh, it's like a golf, sort of like a golf themed. Um, mm-hmm. Barbershop. And uh, and he had a, he started, uh, you know, posting pictures of his cuts and stuff. And and I didn't say this to Jason, but I was like livid when I saw Phil's skeets <laughs> because I was like, what the hell? What am I like? What's wrong He, with he doesn't want to take pictures of me. And then he, he asked me
0: if I would do it. and I'm like, fuck, yes, I'll do it. Um, Interesting and, and there was no part of you that's like am hey, I'm, I'm a shy guy I'm a behind the camera guy you were happy to just <laughs> well
2: two things he was accommodating me because the boys were going in for their haircuts I didn't have a <sighs> I didn't have a a an appointment for Lincoln so mm. he squeezed him in and then I had to come back an hour later and then, but then he didn't charge me for the cut
0: okay so this is a this was a make good then this is uh yeah, this is You you almost couldn't say no.
2: Well, I like, yeah, I definitely could have said no, but uh, I could have also just said, well, I'll just pay you. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'd rather pay you than <laughs> yeah. have my picture up. But uh, he didn't but have anyways, any he great. didn't
2: have any beards, like a like an actual right, beard that right, he had right, tri- right. trimmed, so I think he wanted a beard. And look at that. Yeah, those he's teeth. not he's
0: not putting Skeets' scraggly little beard <laughs> up there.
2: Yeah, I specifically asked him to he said I'm gonna touch these up a little bit. Eh, he touched him up, so I appreciate the compliment, but uh, I think he whitened my teeth a little, and uh, maybe it made me look <laughs> he, a little better. You got face-tuned? <laughs> I think I got face-tuned.
0: <laughs> but hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. any help I could get. Um, he's got a whole caption about you. Uh, it said, well, if it isn't the hardest-working man in the NBA podcast world, super producer J.D., could hey. this be okay if the best... Be- okay, well, that was a typo. I think he meant to say, could this be one of the best beards in the NBA world? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perhaps I mean, rival- he- rivaling, even surpassing that of the beard James Harden. And he lists every tool he used on you. A yeah. lot of tools. Yeah. No, it <laughs> was really should. You really should have paid for this. I know. I felt bad. He's using <laughs> yeah. the Hanzo Nation HH8 5.5? Yeah. The Hattori Hanzo Nation?
1: Yeah. What?
0: That's right, a
2: samurai sword or a uh, katana he used on me.
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't. I didn't ask you if anything good or not good happened to you this week. Did anything? I mean, that was probably the highlight of my weekend. Um, mm.
2: But you know, in the bad, not good department, I regret bringing my Christmas spirit in early. <laughs> I regret it. Where did you bring it? Fifth Thanksgiving. Usually my policy was was uh, December 1st. Mm-hmm. It is now December 7th, and I've, I'm have i done. I'm done with the Christmas music.
0: Oh, uh, you shot your wad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what did you do in these seven days that, that has exhausted you? Well, And do you think this is just a refractory period and you can get it back <laughs> up for the 23rd? I think I might be able to
2: get it back. I might be able to get it back. It's just been nonstop Christmas music around here, and we had it on like um, – you know, I don't know. Rachel had a playlist going, what was your playlist, Rachel? Just cl- Christmas classics or whatever.
0: But they're the fucking worst, worst songs. The worst, like. the worst. You have to do it yourself. It's funny you mention this because I just started doing this myself. Uh, I said, Jill's gonna need Christmas music in this house and I cannot just put on like the Spotify Christmas classics playlist. Yeah. That is fucking garbage. Ugh. I mean, I'm happy for Brenda Lee. She just finally, <laughs>
2: went to number one. Did you hear this? What? This week,
0: rocking around the Christmas tree has reached <laughs> number one on the charts. Oh God, we're out of ideas. I, isn't that usually, <laughs> doesn't Mariah Carey usually get there?
2: I mean, yeah, I think she knocked her off. I mean, this week, uh, Shane McGowan just died. Hello? Oh. Uh, and I haven't heard that song once and I know there's yeah. a problematic F, it's
0: a, some F words, word yeah. in there. But it's still, not fuck. It's not it's fuck. Not fuck. <laughs> but you have to understand it was a different time. It was a different time. It was a different it's time. It's a different country in a different culture.
2: That's right. And it's the all-time greatest Christmas song ever written. I'm sorry, Mariah. 100%, 100%. I'm sorry, Brenda Lee, but I have not heard that once. So you're. I think you're right. I'm just going to have to buckle down and start making my own Christmas list.
0: My, my own playlist. The, the problem with these is that, like, this is impossible to describe. It's just, you know you know it when you hear it. I just want a warm song. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's too many slow songs that are on these Christmas playlists. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 0% do I want to hear Bing Crosby singing White Christmas. Sorry, I don't want it. It's too slow.
2: What is that the, with David Bowie or... Bing Crosby? What? Bing Crosby and David Bowie. They they sang. No, is you're it? thinking of David Bowie and Freddie Mercury.
0: No. Under pressure. <laughs> no, Bing Crosby.
1: Bing Crosby. Yeah, is he even how old?
0: He's not alive. Yeah, are oh, you thinking of David, is Crosby? David Bowie? <laughs> he just died.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, oh my god. It's peace on earth. Da, da, da. Oh yes,
0: I do know what you're talking about. Is no, I'm white...
2: dreaming of a white Christmas. Okay, but what's that song that I'm thinking of? Bing Crosby. I don't know. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna bing it because I still can't figure <laughs> out how to fucking change this over. Uh Bing Crosby, David Bowie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Vamp man.
0: Uh, what's, that, what's that movie about that superhero? It's a Little Little Drummer Boy. I'm sorry.
2: Peace on Earth. Paul Rumba Pump
0: all that. Okay. Yeah, you just missed my great joke. Sorry. Though. What did you say? <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say. uh What's that? What's that movie about that superhero? You know, he's dressed in red. I can't remember. Let me Shazam it. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, anyway, so I just want warm Christmas songs. So you, you got to take matters into your own hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know where it is, but I would I would pull it up if I was prepared. I guarantee Anyways. you. I guarantee you. You've heard
2: the 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 Bing Crosby David Bowie duet.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. going that's on not my going, list. That's, that's not going on my.
2: It's hundred percent going on my list.
0: No, like I I think the the. Mm, like this Christmas, Donny Hathaway. I want everything to kind of sound like that. Like not—it's upbeat a little, but it's just warm. It's got that little Motowny mm-hmm. flavor to it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I want a horn. I want. <laughs> I want just it to feel like the thermostat is clicking up when that music comes. <laughs> yeah, on. yeah. What? How? What? What are your thoughts on Boney M. Christmas? It's some of it is not great. I know you you and, and Nora and Skeets love it, but mm-hmm. some of it is not as good. Because I, I turned it on this year because yeah. I was like, oh, JD says this is the best Christmas album. Yeah. Some of it is a little slow. and And the instrumentation is a little dated and not in a fun retro way. I
1: think you got to grow up on it to like... Really okay, have it um, in. Wow, <laughs> Rachel! <Yeah, yeah>. So <laughs> funny when it. Rachel
0: has has a point to make and it's air because <laughs> she just like ah, clicks in, <laughs> her face comes shooting. So that in, is blasphemy.
1: Boney M Christmas all the way. Okay. Well, Boney M in general grew up, grew up on that. I I will. Well, I,
0: JD I, lost his bony his Boney M <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas already. That's right. It might come back.
1: We but just, we haven't played. Boney we haven't M, played it. So I haven't. Maybe heard that's it. maybe that's need.
2: that's what I need. I like I do like the 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 tackiness of it. It's it's slightly yes, it's tacky, very tacky. Which slightly well well <laughs> okay, it's tacky. You know, but sometimes Christmas decorations are tacky in a good way, and I think Boney M Christmas is tacky in a good
0: way. Mm-hmm. That's all. There's just too much like Mary's boy child when yeah. a child is born, Zion's daughter. Hark well, cr- the herald angels sing. <laughs> uh, I don't even like these songs. It's too carolly.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's that's, called, a... that's Christmas, dude. <laughs> Caroling is Christmas.
0: Yeah, but okay, but but we've there's two worlds of Christmas music. There's carols and there's yeah. Christmas songs. Right. Yeah. And then I would say there's a third category. Of just songs that aren't Christmas songs, but I think are. Like Long December by Counting Crows. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you know? Okay. Why, can't, sure. why not?
1: I like why not? that.
0: Hey, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm with
1: you. Nice. Just so like you, every
2: Shane Black movie is a Christmas movie. Right. Why not? Sure. Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah. He, put, okay. he, he bases a lot of his movies around Christmas.
0: A very popular time. Um, <laughs> before we get to housekeeping, I have a question for you. Okay. okay. Yeah. And Rachel, don't go away. You can answer this one too. Okay. If you're in your bathroom, your own home bathroom, mm-hmm. and you are needed to clip your toenails, so you have to prop up your foot on the toilet. What part of the toilet would you prop your foot up on?
2: Oh, interesting.
1: The seat.
0: The seat, but so lid the seat-
1: open. Ew. Wait. No. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Seat down. What do you
0: mean by lid?
1: Sorry, I'm, no, seat, down, so lid okay, right. so seat down, lid up.
0: Okay, right. Seat yeah. down, lid up. Okay, seat down, lid up. That's the way you like to fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, seat down, lid up. JD, what, what do you think? I, I That's what I would do, too. Yeah. Seat down, lid up. Seat, seat up. down, lid okay. up. count me in for seat down, lid up. Yeah. <laughs> because I just walked <laughs> yesterday <laughs> on Jill. Now, she wasn't clipping her nails. She was applying lotion. Okay. Foot propped up. Lid up, seat up, foot on bolt. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> right, it's okay. Hold on, though, Thank but, you. But what? Does
1: it's she know she lives with a interesting. man? Interesting. Sorry, who pisses in the lid up? Ugh.
0: I I would have thought she would have known that. I said, "Do you know how much piss gets on there?" She's like, "Yeah, but then you clean it." And I'm like, "But it's still piss." And then. She goes, yeah, but your ass touches the seat. I'm like, but nothing's coming out of my ass. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she astutely <laughs> said, nothing's coming out of your ass. I was like, yes, but not onto the seat. <laughs> my ass around, like just the butt, you know, the, the fleshy part. Yeah. It's very clean, I would say. It's a cleaner, yes. It's in pants or underwear. It's not touching
2: anything. Okay, well, let me, from Jill's perspective... Maybe she was just being... Because Americans are fucking weird about feet, right? They're weird about bare feet. So maybe she thought, I'm not going to put Wait, my... Weird in what sense? They like them or don't like them? They don't like them. like they leave More their so shoe... than any other... They leave their shoes on when they you go oh, into I see the house. Saying. And mm-hmm. if you take your socks off in their house and walk around, they're fucking grossed out by it. Mm-hmm. So maybe she was thinking, I'm not going to put my germy toes... On to the seat, while I'm putting on lotion, I might as well put it on the bowl where nobody's ass is going to be touching where my Jeremy feet just. That
1: are. is very generous of her to do that. Well, yes, yeah, I would say it's very lotion.
0: generous of you, JD, to make that up. Because, because in that scenario, she's saying my feet are dirtier than a piss-filled toilet seat. Which, come on, she's she's a, a woman of propriety. There's no chance that that's true. No, right. Right, I'm just saying that maybe she just didn't. I know, but in defending her, you're almost making her seem more disgusting.
2: But you could, but you, (laughs) I can envision in a scenario—not that this is what you would do—but the door swings open, and you're like, "What are you doing with your disgusting foot on the toilet seat? I was about to sit on that."
0: No, 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 no. I would say. I wouldn't even have said anything because it wouldn't register as weird. I know, weird. but maybe she thought
2: that maybe you didn't like to have her feet up on the, the toilet seat. And, that's all I'm saying. And
1: are, Does she think that you're taking Lysol spray if you piddle on the, the toilet <laughs> rim and Do cleaning it?
0: No. Well, <laughs> like, that's a great question. I mean, eventually, yes, when I'm cleaning it. That's very generous
1: it. of her to think that but, you're doing yeah. that every time. Yeah.
0: It's more like two squares of, two squares of two-ply, and I'm just – yeah wiping the rim right
1: yeah
2: and she exactly. just i assume she just got out of the shower uh, well
1: the get motion. back <laughs> in jesus oh
0: uh, poor jill i had to i did have to ask her before we just started recording i said can i ask jd where he would prop his foot up on the toilet
1: i think and she, she might said yes be jesus christ or she might be a martyr Like that. That's all. Well, or she's just so
2: confident in her choices, I guess. Yeah. No, she's confident in your in your aim into the toilet. That I don't think she's. It's not registering to her just how much piss is on that toilet seat. A plethora. Yeah. I mean, I know that you know that, but Joe, maybe she doesn't. Maybe she doesn't know that. She doesn't know that.
0: So. I mean, like, I if she like, let's say she says, "Well, I'm not going to stop doing it." That's. My yen. That's what I like to do. I might have to start putting the the seat down and sitting down to pee just to save her.
1: (laughs) Or you, because if
0: she's not going to take care of herself, (laughs) I got to take care of her. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well Maybe is it because she can get a better grip on the bowl? You know, like
0: does the seat? Well, first of all, it's also colder. It's colder to the touch, so I can't imagine that's a good part of it. Anyways, we all agree. We all agree. Yeah. But but this is this is just like. What living with someone is, is in a sense just being horrified that the things you thought were just consensus are not consensus. Right.
1: Maybe it's the the wisdom of age. Isn't she like way younger than all of us?
0: (laughs) Oh, Rachel, what are you talking about? She's 33 years old. What age do you think you are?
1: She's 33. She's such a baby. I didn't. Okay. I thought she was like 35. Oh, oh, good oh, on you, Matt. Good on you. Insulting
0: her, insulting wow. her again. Insulting wow. her. I thought
1: she was. No, no. I. She's. Oh God. Thirty-three is very young in comparison to me. That's all. It feels like we a just tired. We generation. just uh,
0: recorded a podcast and the guest thought JD was in his twenties. <laughs> she was uh, being. She nice. had to have been being nice. But stop. Yeah. yeah. No, she. I think she. She. Rachel's like. I don't believe it for a
1: second. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please.
0: Uh, all right. Well, some quick housekeeping, but I will warn you now, I will be threading content throughout. Okay? <laughs> okay. No skipping. Okay. Uh, first, I want your Is This Good grievances. Mm. We're going to do a grievance episode, uh, and I want to know what's upset you this year. When We will bring them up and comment on them. You could send those along with anything else, any other topics to isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Also, of course, you can leave them on the Discord to get access to the Discord, you can support the show by joining Patreon, patreon.com slash isthisgood. You'll get ad-free episodes. You'll get access to our thriving community on Discord. You'll get exclusive episodes every month. And depending on the tier you choose, live stream hangouts. And what I wanted to say, now we're getting into a little bit of content here. Sneaking in it. in, sneaking <laughs> in. Um, We just had a live stream hangout. And during it, I forget why we brought this up, but we used to have a fan of the Basketball Jones before we were the starters, before yep. you guys were no-dunks. Uh, named Grandma Lana and we thought it was a bit like just someone doing a fake Twitter account.
2: Right. Cuz we only and, really had contacts with her through Twitter.
0: Like right. Yeah. Right. So it could have been anybody. So this this would have been like the before, like 2008, mm-hmm. right? 2008-2009. Yep. And uh, we kind of haven't heard from her in a while. We're like, maybe we were wondering what, what's up with her. And uh, someone that was on the live stream hangout, so a patron, a pee hound as we call them. Maybe I won't name this person just in yeah, case they don't not. want this outside of the, the public or the private realm of Discord. The, the safe crevasse of Discord. <laughs> he told us a story that he wasn't doing great and he had kind of hit rock bottom with his drinking. Yep. And Grandma Lana reached out to him and said like, "Hey, if you ever need to speak to anyone, you can call me." Gave him her phone number. Yeah. And at this moment of crisis, he called her, and she kind of talked him down. And then he hasn't drank ever since that day. Oh wow! That's it, right. Like I don't know. We kind of said, and uh, I mean, I was amazed. But I've been I've thought about it like at least once a day since then. Yeah. Oh. It's amazing. I mean, it's it's truly amazing. And so then. You know how we're trying to get... So I'm just threading content through here. You know how we're trying to get to 400 reviews on Apple Podcasts? Yes. Well, we got to 404. Hell yeah. Website not found, 404. (laughs) And one of the comments was five-star review, and it says, Hey, Matty OJD and Rachel, Grandma Lana here. Wow. Yeah. She says, I'm still here. My grandchildren are 36 and 30 years old now. I have one great-grandchild, Jackson. Just like you and, and Rachel, J.D., uh, I'm still on Twitter and Tribal. I don't know what Tribal is, but. I don't is, know what that is either. Now, that's either it's like I feel bad like she's. Uh, well, okay, well, let me just finish. I follow our guys Tassie, Trey, and Skeets, also Lili on his world tour. Still dubs till I die. She's a Warriors fan. Yeah. Nearly 83 years old and so happy to have found you. Last I knew, Matt was in Hollywood. I think of all of you often. Keep on hanging on. It's a beautiful. It's message. great. But you know, when like an eighty-three year old's like, I'm on Tribal. You're either like, okay, am I the biggest dork alive that I don't know something that <laughs> she knows, or is it something that's not for me and I shouldn't know about, like Facebook?
2: Yeah, I'm. I just I'm on Tribal right now. Okay. It looks like a social media platform. I can't really. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's, well, Grandma Land is on it, so of course go go leave us a, a review there. We appreciate it. But now there's a new call to action for December. Okay. Okay. And I just realized I should have given this a clever name, but I didn't have one. I'm just going to call it Friendly December. Oh. All you got to do is you got to recommend the show to a <laughs> friend. Why are you laughing so hard? Friendly You don't December. like Friendly December?
2: I love it. I love it. Uh, maybe we could have workshopped something
1: before Yeah. The show, okay. Well,
0: but <laughs> we're fine. going to Friendly it. December right now. Okay. It's friendly December. All you have to do is you have to tell. One, one to three people. Uh, three people? Th- th- I think three people is reasonable. Okay. You got to tell three people about this podcast. Yeah. And that's the end of housekeeping mixed in with a little content. Nice. Um, you sent me an article that I really want to talk about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's an article about this restaurant in London called Cod. Not C-O-D, the fish. K-O-D. Mm-hmm. It's a Danish steakhouse in East London. You know how you're always like... Uh, this is a great steakhouse. I just wish it had a more of a Danish flair to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it was a little huggier. Yeah. Well,
2: huggier. Yeah.
0: Uh, your wishes come true. If you go to London, you can go to Cod London. It's a Danish steakhouse. Mm-hmm. So basically, this whole story is about people being offended about something at the restaurant, tweeting about it, then the guy that owns the restaurant tweeting back at them, and then the New York Post is like. Man, this is news. (laughs) Uh, So on the menu is the the following paragraphs written at the bottom. So in big writing, at the bottom of the Cod, Dana Steakhouse menu, it says in big writing, just tap water, dot, 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 again? (laughs) And then underneath it, in smaller writing, it says, yes, you can have just tap water, but please remember, we're running a restaurant, not a charity. Wink, wink, we need to make money. You know who is running a charity, though? Red Cross is. If you want to have just tap water, we encourage you to donate <laughs> one British pound to Red Cross. Everybody wins. All jokes aside, our found fa- and we'll get back to if any of these are jokes. All jokes aside, <laughs> our founder, Morton P. Ortwood proudly serves as a Red Cross ambassador. Each year, the Red Cross selects entrepreneurial individuals to launch exciting and profitable projects to raise funds. We would be absolutely delighted if you could support this cause. Please inform your waiter and thank you immensely. So this couple goes in, they're like, what the fuck? Like, they're (laughs) kind of like shaming us into not ordering tap water. Mm -hmm. And so they like make a whole big thing about ordering just tap water. I mean, they ordered food, certainly. Mm -hmm. But the guy, when he, the owner of this restaurant, when he clapped back, he said, there are still some things we need to learn about danish humor working in the uk
1: right <laughs> yeah.
0: that's really what i'd like to focus in on here the, whether is or not any of this jokes. a joke <laughs> <laughs> i think it i honestly do
2: believe that it's a joke i mean okay no, well what's I, the joke well the joke is sort of like i mean I, they are shaming you for ordering tap water. that is actually happening but I think they think that they're doing it. A, they literally write on the menu, wink, wink. Like it's in a winking, nudging sort of way. And then encouraging people to donate to charity. Is it, is it ham-fisted? Is it a good joke? No, absolutely not. But I think that it is meant as a as a good-natured sort of ribbing. Not so much shaming.
0: Does that make I, sense? I, I mean, I agree that that's probably what they were going for. I, I think but they, they didn't—they uh, didn't come anywhere close.
1: I, I the wink, wink is just to go. You—you're not mad about this. This is all just a joke. Yeah. It's not a joke. What?
0: Right. Like you can't call someone—I don't know—ugly piece of shit and then go <laughs> wink, wink. Sure you know? can. Absolutely, you can.
1: Yeah, but it's still not a fucking joke.
0: <laughs> then it's not a joke. It's just the truth with wink, wink after it. <laughs> That's right. It, 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 Don't get mad. <laughs>
1: but I, I just
0: like hate this idea of. I mean, certainly, like I know there's cultural differences, right? Like sure. British humor, for instance. Like yeah. I would say it's 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 generally noted as what would you say drier, drier, um, maybe a little more like sophisticated. But then at the same time, I don't know, it's the country that Mr. Bean came from. So I don't <laughs> know if it. we could say that. But like, for instance, a great example. You have the British office, the BBC version with yeah. Ricky Gervais. yeah, And then you have the American office and they're both good. I, I To me, the, the British version is more important to me and I think it's more rewatchable and I like it more. But I like the same. American version. I saw it all. Okay. Nothing wrong with it. Great yeah. performances. But you could see the differences in the humor. Of course especially highlighted by the fact that the first episode of the American office is just, they just did the first British office right. and just changed some words to make them American references, but it's the same episode and it right. tanked And the first season. Wasn't good. And people weren't watching until the second season. Right. But anyways, <laughs> I, I can't just come here, make bad jokes and then go, uh, you don't get my Canadian humor. Okay. The, here's the difference. <laughs> the British office
2: and the American office are both in English. They both originated in English. This could be a Danish, Mm, like a Google translate or a cultural touching touch point or touchstone that we're not aware of, or they just have a, you know, it's just, it just doesn't translate. It's a joke that originates in Danish that doesn't translate. And it's a sensitive topic too, because you're basically berating your customers for ordering tap water, which by the way, Almost every single restaurant will will try to shame you into not getting the tap water. If if they offer you any anything other than tap water, they are attempting to shame you into ordering tap water.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, well every restaurant says sparkling or still. Yeah, and then you exactly. gotta go taps fine. Yeah, but but also like maybe you're ordering wine, maybe you're ordering a cocktail. Who okay. fucking cares? I know. Well, I know. I'm. I agree with that part of it for sure. But but basically the sentiment is. I mean, I honestly. Forget about if it's funny or not. I'm just, like, the logic of it is so (laughs) weird to me. I know. Just tap water again. Yes, you can have tap water. But remember, we're running a restaurant, not a charity. Right. We need to make money. Yeah. You know who is running it? I I don't even understand the correlation, really. Like, what if they had said this? Water may be free here, but you know where it's not? in Niger. Yeah. So why don't you donate to the Red Cross? That that's two phrases that make sense. Right. Yeah. These 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 and the thing that that makes me think that it is disingenuous is in the article it says he adds that the steakhouse wouldn't be able to offer their Sunday special where we offer an all you can eat roast if customers didn't buy drinks and only drank water. So it is just about people spending money at his restaurant. It has nothing to do with this ham-fisted turn into donating to the Red Cross. Well, okay. Well, there, you know, here, there's the rub right there. They're there for an all-you-can-eat roast, right?
2: So you should be shamed
0: already. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But if if you can't afford to run the special, don't run the special. I agree. I just, I do think that this is an a fucking weird, obnoxious thing. And by the way, if it is, um, like a lost in translation thing, tell the joke to an English speaking person, and then them go, no, right, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I grew up my whole life hearing my grandfather tell jokes in Yiddish, Mm -hmm. and everyone was fucking dying, and then they'd tell me in English, and they'd be like, oh yeah, because (laughs) she came home and the woman was holding an onion. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? So <laughs> jokes don't work like that when you have to translate them if it involves an expression or something like that. Yeah. no. So just don't do not do it. But I really resent this guy. What is Danish <laughs> humor, by the way? Is it know. so, I wouldn't recognize it? It's so different? I, like, I don't understand it? It's bullshit. Apparently it is. Apparently it is. No, it's not. And we got to stop doing this, okay? <laughs> okay? I mean, there's different senses of humor, but if it's really funny, we'll get it. Mm-hmm. This is just a ham-handed way of tell- of shaming people. Yeah. And really, the Red Cross should be pissed off because you're using them as an excuse to berate people. Uh-huh. Okay. This is not high-minded at all, and I really don't like this, and I'm <laughs> tired of people telling me that they're really funny in their home country and I just don't like <laughs> I mean, I would say Scandinavians not known for their humor. They're a frosty people, no offense to my Scandinavian listeners. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they are funny, but like, I would laugh. Okay. I've been to I've been to Copenhagen. I I was on exchange there. Yeah, I never laughed once. No, wow, just kidding. Good. <laughs> there you go. No, no, I laughed all the. Time. And you know what? Okay, this isn't technically Scandinavia, I don't think, but my best friends there were from Iceland. Oh, okay. And they were fucking hilarious. Right. So what's anyway? All right. Moving on to another annoying story. <laughs> There's a there's a kid. Yeah. Wait, actually, I forgot to write down where it is. I think it might be in. Is it in England? It is in England, in Oxfordshire. There's a kid who is running a like a grassroots campaign to get Apple to cancel the nerd emoji. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you know the emoji? It's got glasses and it's got little buck teeth. Like. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: What's based... the guy for the OG guy from Nutty Professor?
2: Mm. Oh, uh, uh, Jerry Lewis.
0: Jerry Lewis. Thank God I waited for that because the words on the tip of my tongues were Reggie Theus. Um, I don't know why, but Jerry Lewis. Yeah, Jerry Lewis. Um, okay, so it's it's like, yeah, if I, it is a typical nerd face. Uh, and he's saying, like, he wants to just take out the the buck teeth. Okay. And he wants to just put a fun little smile and change it from the nerd emoji to the genius emoji. Okay. Okay. Now, how hard do you think this child should be bullied? <laughs> Like within an inch of his life, really.
2: <laughs> imagine imagine going like looking at your phone and like, wait a minute, that's me <laughs> Well hold on, hold on, let me look up
0: and see what it means. Nerd <laughs> Oh no <laughs> Um, but I'm the coolest guy in school, my mom tells me every day. Uh, yeah, now it's yeah because like all the emojis are bald essentially, but yeah. you don't hear bald people trying to cancel all the emojis.
1: <laughs> some people have never suffered, clearly, and there needs to be more suffering for some children. I know that sounds harsh, but come on, if you hey can't your parents, it,
0: you can say it.
1: Yeah. Sometimes the children must suffer. <laughs> Just a uh, yeah. little. Just a little.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I've ever used the nerd emoji, now that I think of it. I or mean, yeah, why would you? I would I would actually I think I'll start using it uh more of a genius emoji, okay. like I, I said something really smart, genius emoji,
0: you know? But don't change the look of it, it's fine. Yeah. I, I think this what this kid doesn't realize is that they're just certain Signifiers that mean certain things. Yeah, and if you get down to it, it is a negative association. But it also kind of di- like like glasses, for instance, is very malleable, right? Mm-hmm. Like glasses is a nerd. Glasses also is a pretentious asshole. Right. Glasses <laughs> is a distracted librarian. Yeah. Glasses is a secret hot girl. <laughs> glasses is a sophisticated hot girl, and she's chewing the end very <laughs> seductive. <laughs> glasses is old person. Yeah. Glass, you know, monocle is eccentric guy. Right, yeah, yeah. Glasses that are darker, a.k.a. sunglasses, cool guy. Mm. What? It's crazy.
1: (laughs) So many nuances.
0: So many nuances. I I would like to cancel the clown emoji because I think it's (laughs) anti-ginger.
1: Oh.
0: (laughs) I
2: never even thought about it being a ginger, but you're right. It's the only one with red hair.
0: Yeah, and that's what they're calling us, clowns. (laughs) That's why all the people are trying to kick us
1: keep it down
0: wow yeah um so i mean i think there there have been emojis that have been i don't know canceled or changed like the one that comes to mind is the gun yeah there used to be a gun i remember (laughs) if you're watching i'm doing the gun sign uh now it's like a plastic kind of like a super somewhere between like a a super soaker and a ray gun kind of thing yeah yeah
2: it sucks yeah
0: but this is the world we live in. Yep. The woke vine mind virus has taken over. <laughs> <laughs> now, Elon Musk, there's a fucking nerd. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he, I, I wonder if I didn't read the bio, but if they have like those pictures in the middle, I bet he was wearing glasses at some point. Wait, his bio, uh, Elon Musk's biography? Yeah, yeah, Like, do you think that if they have pictures of him from when he's like six years old, is he wearing glasses?
1: Huh.
0: This is worth looking up. I'm just gonna bing it right now. Okay, let me know. Did you think about while you're doing that? Did you think about um, food memories at all?
1: Like from our hometown? From anything. Liked?
0: From anything. A strong food memory because uh, <clears throat> I want to get to this AMA question. Uh, nap too hard. By the way, just send us in. if you want us to answer questions. Just send them in. Is this gmail.com or you can submit them on the Discord. But submit them in the AMA section just to keep them tracked. um we were talking about langers a couple weeks ago yeah and nap too hard wanted to know speaking of langers what are some of your top culinary experiences while traveling or in your hometown like anything that comes to mind i mean i can start if you want me to give you some inspo go ahead okay the one that popped to mind was 13 years old in italy europe for the first time
2: mm. okay Damn. i'm
0: with my parents just me and my parents my sister's not there we go to we're in tuscany we're in this small walled village called san gimiano and we walk into this little like i don't know like just wood tiny little thing and um, my parents order a, a bruschetta and it's just like this guy takes out this loaf of like country bread slices into it yeah. takes out this you know that that the bread was made by the guy next door yeah. takes up this garlic from his yard starts scraping the garlic onto the bread yes olive oil that's like you know pressed right there pours it on and then tomatoes grown from his backyard and then like a little flare of salt and my parents were like oh my god this is amazing and now at the time I didn't eat tomatoes why too mushy yeah <laughs> and <clears throat> I was like, wow, they're really talking this up. So first, I, my my first um, sort of dipping a toe in the water was I said, just give me everything you gave them, but with no tomatoes. And I ate the bread, and then I was like, holy, holy shit! This alone is amazing. And then I tried with the tomatoes, and I was like, this is this is life changing. Yeah. Just like simple food, the best ingredients, all made right there, as fresh as it could possibly be, in this dark wooden little. Room mm-hmm. and it, it was honestly life changing yeah. for me. And, and then, and,
2: uh, and for the next 20 years, you believed that you invented, invented brisketta.
0: I invented it now to be clear. I never said I invented it, I said I popularized it, right? And I still think it's true. I still think it's true. Uh, 13 years old, you would have I was been 12 90, years old. 92, 93. No, this is 93 or 94. Okay, I guarantee you, one one thousandth of the restaurants that currently have brisketta on their menu had it in 1994 yeah. in in Canada.
1: It was trendy for a very long time. Yeah, but I
2: think Matt's right that it did come into fashion, I guess. Around 94 if I had to, <laughs> to guess. You did this. It was him. I did it. It was him. I came back I told Matt Austin. Everybody. It's like guys, guys, guys. <laughs> got crutch in on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> was he prime
0: minister at the time? Ben, c'est quoi veut dire une bruschetta? Yeah, that's, that's great, great. That's a great impression of our prime minister for all you. Okay. Oh, you don't get Canadian humor. You don't get. You know, sorry, sorry, you don't get my bits about Sir Wilfred Laurier. Okay, it's not my fault. Wow. You got a full five minutes on Laurier? Wow. Uh, no, name some prime ministers. They got funny names. Okay, uh, Lester B. Pearson. Okay, that's oh, a good one. Here's a good one. John G. Diefenbaker. <laughs> oh yeah, Diefenbaker the Queefenbaker. Baker. That's what they probably called right. him in high school. <laughs> uh, give me a, give me a Kim Campbell, the
2: first. Uh, oh, short, shortest tenure. Shortest, I think. I literally think
0: it was three months. Kind of our Liz Truss, if you're listening, and what what? Okay, whatever. we're moving on. Um, all right, so I have I have some other ones, but just like as a super simple thing, it was a gateway into a lot of different kinds of foods, mm-hmm. being a little bit more adventurous. I know it doesn't sound very adventurous to be eating bread with tomatoes on it, yeah. But for 12 or 13 year old me, it was it was really life changing.
2: Yeah, mine was uh, is European as well, and everyone's going to roll their eyes, but I was in Paris. I was mm-hmm. 17. <clears throat> and I had red wine with, like, a steak for the first time. That changed my life. Like, I never, never got wine. I mean, I was 17, so I don't think I really tasted wine before. And it was the first time I had, like, a medium rare steak. You know what I mean? Oh. Like So it was, like, just in this restaurant. It was a high school trip. Our our teachers didn't, did not give a shit. It's like, well, we're in France. Were so. the
0: teachers there with you? Yeah, yeah.
2: It was like and everyone was uh, just ordering wine yep. and they were like cool. They didn't say anything to us. They're like, well, nice. we're in France. They yeah. it's like, I'm not not like we were driving anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we got we got pretty drunk actually drinking that wine. <laughs> I'm like, this is fucking delicious. Like I had never thought of alcohol or uh, like a like it being a culinary experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but pairing like a uh, uh, a piece of red meat with a, a nice French red wine. And I don't even think it was that nice. It was the house red, but you're in Paris, so it's going to be good. And it was just amazing. It was an amazing experience. So
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Almost teared up during that. Rachel, do you have one of uh, living <laughs> on the coast and getting on your gators and wading into the ocean? and. <laughs> <laughs> popping over, popping open a mollusk and just slurping um, it right out of the shell.
1: Gross! No, I mean it's the scallop capital of the world, Digby, uh-huh. Nova Scotia. You are
0: the scallop queen.
1: No, I did. I didn't run for you, that. Yeah, but I you didn't. would have
0: gotten the scallop um, queen. You think you could have gotten it?
1: Yeah. There's yeah. A, there was a lot of hot chicks in my high school that were more popular than me, so I don't know. You okay. know, yeah, JD, why are you so
0: certain that she would have gotten scallop queen? The Scallop Queen is like homecoming queen or, or like prom queen? They have a scallop <laughs> festival every summer,
2: and uh, it culminates in a parade. And at the end mm-hmm. of the parade, like the Santa Claus parade would have Santa Claus, the Scallop Queen is uh, is the queen of the Scallop Day Festival, Scallop Days Festival.
0: Uh, what kind of an outfit are we talking here uh, shells scalp shells on (laughs) the i know yeah you would think you would hope
1: it's like a beauty contest you know the i think it was normally the grade 12 like the graduating class ladies would do it or maybe i don't know i wasn't my thing i was more of a jock right than any of that right but, but you
0: couldn't you couldn't have parlayed your like uh, province provincial champion, you know, field hockey thing into <laughs> into getting votes for scallop
1: queen? It was badminton. So Okay. Um. Oh, you so see, no. You've always loved racket sports. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. All
0: right. Well I believe in you, Rachel. I think you you're you're the scallop queen in all our hearts. That's right. Oh thanks. I'm sure everyone <laughs> listening will agree to that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um uh, you're moving on. It's okay.
0: No, 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 no. This is the last thing we're going to talk about anyways. So oh, tell okay. me about your your sense memories.
1: Well, there's something that I think you actually tried that I made or my mom was in town. I don't know if you know the Acadian South Shore of Nova Scotia, the French Shore. You know, yes yeah well there's a thing called a rup hair pie r-a-p-u-r-e so rappy pie they is call what it rappy pie, pie it. too mm-hmm. <laughs> which i love and miss jason is not particularly maybe you that's have to find grow up with it but it's kind of like a pork fat meat potatoey gelatinous kind of had the, all the starch kind of removed yeah
2: they remove all this they they do something with potatoes where they remove all the starch. So it's just basically gelatinous. almost gelatinous potatoes. Oh. Okay. So it's sort of like a, a jello mold of <laughs> fat and meat.
1: And basically. you crisp it up.
2: And then it's crispy on top. It is Wait, one I tried the... this?
1: I think I made it at, I had it at Danny's house. So my mother brought up like the actual potato mixture so she didn't have to make it. She packed it, froze it, <laughs> brought it, and I think we took it like to a, Christmas or a Thanksgiving or something oh
0: shit I wish I remembered eating this I'm sure I would have tried it
1: yeah anyway
0: and so that's that's your thing
1: well I guess I kind of miss it every time I go home they (laughs) make it Anyway.
0: okay. I asked you to bring up things you were enthusiastic about, yeah. but, you know. <laughs> it's just sad. Now. <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> I miss it. Maybe. I don't know. Who's to say? Me? Uh, who am I? The person with my thoughts and memories and experiences? I don't know. Can't someone else do it? Uh, all right. Listen to next week's show. That's coming out just Monday, December 11th. That's uh, Steffi Bake. Yeah. Who's Steffi Bake? She is a uh, She's a podcaster. She's got two podcast one of them is cash cuties which uh she co-hosts with fumi abe who mm-hmm. was on the show before great guest and uh yeah we just recorded this one and i will say it's a wild one it's a wild one so, <laughs> now yeah it's one of the wildest ones in my opinion we've it, ever recorded it's a, it's great she was awesome had some tech tech problems yeah
2: so. yeah
0: First time in a while, though, so that's okay. Actually, no, we had tech problems on yep. the yep. Megan Gailey episode. That's Go back exactly and listen right. to that one, too. That was also super fun. I got <laughs> I, I, to, uh, <laughs> what, what, what did you think of my uh, uh, new segment? Is this a good premise? I like it. I like it a lot. I wasn't sure if it was coming back. Is it coming back? Mm, I mean, I guess if we have another stand-up comedian and I come up with some more brilliant premises. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. I'll
2: make a sting for it next time. I just ran out of time. I would have made a sting.
0: Oh, no, no, it. no. That's totally fine. I
2: love. I mean, you could think of a premise, too. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I got lots of premises. Okay. <laughs> um, the There is a moment in um, the Megan Gailey show where she suddenly has orange headphones on that we never explained. Uh, her headphones died. There, I just explained yeah. it. So, yeah. But it's cut together in a way that it's just all of a sudden she's... She's wearing ed-
0: these orange headphones. <laughs> and she, Which she stole from her, what, her two-year-old son? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, go back and listen to that. Go watch the YouTube so you can see the moment where the headphones magically appear. Uh, check out the Steffi Bake episode. Email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. I want your topics for the show. I want your grievances. I want everything. Subscribe everywhere. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And remember, it's Friendly December. Friendly December. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You got to tell one to three people about this show. Uh, This was JD and Matt and Rachel reaching out from the great beyond. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hmm.